0: Welcome back to the Prolific Not Perfect podcast with me, Nicole Bremner. And this is the podcast where together with my guests, I share with you ideas on how to be prolific and not perfect and how to build that life full of passion and fulfillment that you've always wanted. I'm so glad you can join us. Please do check out my other podcasts around the topics of investing, entrepreneurship, property and many other topics which can all be found at nicolebremner.com. We have a very special podcast today because we are doing a three-part special, not one, not two, but three-part special with none other than Angelos and Mo, my lovely friends. We're going to be talking about the three Ps. First of all, podcasting. Secondly, publishing. And finally, property. So thank you very much, guys, for coming here all the way from... Camden and Plymouth, (laughs) not (laughs) Portsmouth, for another session with me in the studio. Thank you very much, guys.
1: Thanks, Nicole, for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us again.
0: And this is going to be a little bit different because it's not so much me interviewing, but more of a general discussion between the three of us. So uh, podcasting is huge, and the guys have got a really successful (laughs) uh, podcast called... Your Success Podcast. (laughs) Yeah, see what you did there. So um we thought we would just discuss that a little in a little bit more detail and give you some more information about podcasts podcasting and uh, so um, and our take on on how it's been. So yeah, guys, how did you get started started in podcasting?
2: I think for me it was because it's a great way of just getting out there and reaching new people, having a great discussion about a variety of topics. Um, the legend goes um, it's now infamous really along yep. with you know, the bible and all these other great <laughs> stories about how Mo and I started work together on the podcast so um, I, I wanted to do it because I wanted to reach new people and just share ideas, have a great banter, meet great guests like you and others and Mo contacted me whilst I was on honeymoon on the beach and I wanted to create this podcast and Mo also wanted to create a podcast and so it was a really great timing between the two of us and Oh, I mean, what was your reason for wanting to start it, Mo?
1: Um, I've been following a lot of um, a lot of podcasts like Tim Ferriss and um, Gary Vaynerchuk and, and those kind of guys, and it seemed like a really good way, like you say, to to sort of reach a lot of people and talk about what you're doing, and there's a bit of a brand building piece as well. Um, so yeah, that's sort of where it where it originated from. I got in contact with you and. The first idea was actually to sort of supplement Anglos' um, events business, so it was actually called Pig Pods, and we, we thought we were going to do a lot about property and business and stuff like that, um, and then that would support the networking event and vice versa. Um, and we, we did a few along those lines, and then it sort of evolved, in it, as we got yeah, to it? Yeah, it's evolved
2: into this business, success, celebrating success, learning from the great successful people, um, and off the back of that spawned a number one best-selling book, which we never dreamt of even putting anything yeah. together if when we first put the idea of the podcast together and it's just evolved because we collected all these nuggets of wisdom from all the hundreds of people we've talked to plus our own experiences and we put that all into a book which yeah. was really great i mean it's a great experience to write a book um but if it wasn't for the podcast that wouldn't have happened so yeah really great and i think
1: i think it's evolved we'll talk about the book when we talk about publishing but the um the podcast sort of evolved quite a lot hasn't it it's been through a few like iterations it started off as pig pods and then it was rebranded as your success and then um i think what you want to get out of it and what the people you meet and things like that change as you do it so you don't necessarily i don't think we ever thought it would be what it is now when we started it right and no. it was only october last year
2: yeah yeah so it has evolved and after. i feel that it's a much stronger podcast now we, we know what we want if you know right. we had an idea when we started and then it just evolved um one of the uh, quite a few people come up to me and ask, you know, how did you start your podcast? What was the reason for it, et cetera? So how do I do it? If you know what I mean, that's their question. Um, and the advice I give every time is just because you've done a course on it or you've heard it's a good idea, doesn't necessarily mean it's a good thing for you. You have to have something you want to share, something you want to say. Um, if you ask the general public, what do you want me to say? That's probably the wrong reason for doing a podcast. But if you want to connect with people, interview great people, be inspired and inspire others, and you have a central core message and values that you want to share with the world or you have an expertise that really the world needs then absolutely start a podcast because
1: it's just a great experience and and I think the reason you need all of that is because it's quite hard work it can be quite hard work so like the scheduling guests or um, planning in time to do our own interviews the cost of it isn't insignificant when you get started you need to buy the kit and things like that it's not loads but there is a cost to it but probably more the time impacts if you're not if you've not got a really clear reason why you're doing it and objective of what you want to get out of it and what you want to share, I think you just, you'd just you probably quit after.
2: Yeah, because the, the shiny penny syndrome will probably roll off
1: after when you a couple get, when of you have, When you have ten listeners on your first episode, <laughs> yeah. all of which like, were you on different devices. <laughs> or your mum. Or your mum, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it can be a, a bit disheartening, but... Um, yeah, it starts starts to build up and then um, you start to feel better. But even when it, even when your listenership sort of plateaus, it's then it's that those points that you need to be like, okay, what are we going to do? You know, we need to mix How up the How do we take it or, to the next level? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, like I've got kind of podcast envy of you guys because you did things the right way where you... You had these set of questions that you asked everyone, which means that when you went to write your mm. book, and when the idea, you had these really good questions that you could just draw upon to formulate a book. It's a mm. perfect template. And the the only other podcast I'd ever listened to was Inside Property Investing with um, my lovely friends Mike and Vanessa Stenhouse. But back then, it was just with Mike, and he had a very formulaic approach where he had a set. He had set questions that he asked his interviewees and would then move on to the next question. And so for him, I keep saying to him, and we can discuss this in book, that is the perfect template. Mm. Whereas for me, the reason I started the podcast is I'd only ever heard Mike's before. And I just found that as my reach grew more and more people wanted to talk to me and were would allow me to talk to them. And I was having these really interesting conversations and I thought, I want to share yeah. these conversations mm-hmm. with people because they're fascinating. And it doesn't matter who they are. So last week I interviewed a Pilates instructor and I was interviewing another friend who was talking about um, fetish clubs and things. So <laughs> it's evolved as well from were just you here property last week? People. Were you? Yeah, I <laughs> right. okay. yeah, yeah. That's right. yeah, we were talking about <laughs> your gimp masks. But um, anyway, we, I... I love the fact that we can talk and have these fantastic conversations with people that we can then share with others who are interested in the in the subjects that we're, we're taking on.
2: What amazes me is that we have listeners all around the world. And it's like, what, why the hell do people mm. in California and Peru and South America and all these amazing places want to listen to us? And we get feedback. Yeah. Sometimes from various people from different countries, and it's just it's so encouraging to see that the fact that what you've said has helped inspire someone. Um, we've had messages before where they've considered quitting their jobs based on what we talked about, um, just because there's other ways of making a living. You know, you don't. Sorry,
0: employee employers. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry yeah, about yeah. That. yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's absolutely brilliant. I mean, we've gained so much from it. We've yep. been inspired by amazing guests that we've had. Our, uh, Mark Ormrod, um, this triple amputee from Afghanistan, um, ex Royal Marine, and just. You know, just to hear his story and, you know, when you've had a crap day and then you listen to what he's been through, it all puts it into mm-hmm. context, really. So he's really inspiring and it's just brilliant. It's, it's yeah. built on network yeah, and yeah, yeah, we've yeah. helped others build their network. So it's really a win-win for everyone, really.
1: It's, it's hard to say exactly, I think, what, the, what, you know, the tangible benefits of it are. It... But we know that, you know, we've had investors that have contacted us because directly because of the podcast and um, we've we've opened up doors to like new mentors and things like that all through the podcast and we've got some great insight for ourselves. And also part of it, I think is, I don't know about you, but for me, it's like self, um, almost like self mentoring. So mm-hmm. like we'll talk about something like we would, we, we were just discussing overwhelm, like just generally the other day. And then we're like, well, oh, let's do a podcast on that. And then we just discussed it and things like that. And it's um, it's therapeutic. Yeah, right. that's the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Therapeutic. Yeah, it's quite. Do you find that yeah, you're talking absolutely. about things that are on your mind sometimes and like the fetish and my lycra and <laughs> things like that?
0: And someone was mentioning my great boots, of course, yeah. which yeah. Uh, always get a mention. They, they are striking. <laughs> they are striking. Yes, yep. quite not dominatrix. literally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough of that topic. <laughs> but no, I, exactly. I, I find that everyone who comes in, I have that goosebump moment with. Yeah. And I don't know if you find this as well, but there'll be a moment in the podcast, most of the time, where they'll say something, and all of a sudden I get goosebumps. Mm. And I think, wow, that is the key nugget yeah. from this whole podcast. Mm, yeah. And that's what you can take away.
2: And also, you get to sit in front of amazing people, right? Yeah. You know, you that guys. you wouldn't. You, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, so yeah, I was yeah, saying Nicole, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but you wouldn't necessarily have that. Um, opportunity yep. really if you didn't have a platform so it's a great platform for us i mean we have big ambitions for this year next year we want to interview warren buffett and oprah winfrey richard branson all these amazing people yeah and without the podcast and the book and everything else it's, it's very difficult to get in front of them but mm-hmm. we hope that we will be able to do that you're
0: serious aren't you
2: yeah 100 percent. we're serious okay. yeah 100 percent. yeah there's, there's no doubt in my mind we will do that um But one thing I will say to people when they first start is don't expect um, loads of money and sponsorship and all this stuff. That takes a lot of time to start coming in the other way. And like Mo said, it it does take uh, quite a bit of money up front. And then you've got the ongoing costs as you carry on, especially if you want a professional sounding production. Plus social media and video editing, all Mm. this other stuff, it adds up. So if you're expecting to make a fast buck, it's probably not going to work for you. And you'll be very disappointed after a few months. I mean, it took us, what, nine months before we got sponsorship? Yeah. Um, by your tax partner. Yeah. So yeah, really pleased with that. But that's taken a lot of hard work. Can we
0: talk some numbers? Do you mind opening up about some of the numbers? Or yeah, I'll yeah. ask yeah. questions, and if you don't want we'll yeah. to answer, yeah, yeah, them. yeah, you yeah, know yeah how absolutely. And no, I, I think we can. Share. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, We've got nothing to hide. Okay. Yeah. So you've got sponsorship now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I don't. I haven't looked for sponsorship. Mm-hmm. I've I've not really thought about it. But how many downloads a month or listens a month were you getting before you started about looking for sponsorship?
1: It's only about two thousand, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. About yeah two thousand a month. But it's a very. Okay. I think the 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 alignment with our sponsor that we've got and it's not on every episode it's only sort of it's quite subtle um, is more around like the local area and like the, the brand that we're bringing to sort uh, of a and their values are, are very
2: aligned with what we do so their ethos is to help businesses grow they act as top level tax strategy mm. experts as well as business consultants which is very aligned with what your success is trying to take people and push them to the next level mm. and achieve their best success so this is why they recognise in us and we recognise in them a common set of values, and that's why we're really pleased to have them on board. Um, it's very easy to accept money from anyone, but if it um, it could be to the detriment of your brand. Mm. If I start, if we agreed to say take on, I don't know who would you say, Mo?
0: Well, we don't have to name names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <can>. some some <laughs> dodgy brand, seen.
2: let's yeah. say, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they they expect their pound of flesh, mm. and you have got to deliver for them.
1: Um, and actually, it's not it's not worth it then because no. you then spend loads of time trying to satisfy what their requirements are, and you lose the actual focus of what you wanted the podcast to be in the first place. Whereas your tax partners are very good in that we just we do the episodes that we want to do. We'll put their um, branding on the on the ones that we think are most appropriate to their sort of business. Um, but we've got a complete creative control That's what you call it yeah, but, also, but also you issue. have yeah, to you yeah. have to deliver for your sponsors mm. right um,
2: and it's very difficult for a sponsor to measure yeah. just exactly what is the ROI coming from this podcast because someone may hear about them a few months ago and then go oh yeah your tax partners let's ring them up no one's measuring on the other end, you know. Did they come yeah. from your success? There's no like
1: voucher code or referral yeah. link or whatever. So it's, yeah. It, it's,
2: it can be quite difficult to measure the exact ROI, especially for tax guys, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah <you> no, <know>, exactly. <laughs> well, our numbers,
0: focused. yeah. No, it's interesting. So, how many, how many listens do you get a month now?
2: Um, about? it's, I don't know, three, four thousand roughly. Yeah. And um, through Libsyn, um, which is our platform that we measure the podcast downloads. But we're getting more and more, um, probably, as many through Facebook views and yep. YouTube videos and all this other stuff. So if you are considering starting a podcast, we strongly recommend mm. looking at the video side as well because they complement each other very well.
0: That's right, and you get different audience. So I've, yeah. I'm getting around three, three and a half thousand downloads across Stitcher, SoundCloud. Yep. SoundCloud's my main one app or iTunes podcasts, whatever it's called.
1: So Stitcher is. Do you say Stitcher? Stitcher. So that's bigger than Apple Podcasts for you.
0: Uh Apple would be no SoundCloud's my Sorry, largest. SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah, SoundCloud's, yeah. So SoundCloud's my SoundCloud's largest than because Apple. they host it on my website.
1: Right. So I okay. tend
0: to do, I I direct all my traffic to right. my website mm-hmm. because that helps with my website metrics. Right, yeah, yeah, And then that goes to you can just press play on the website yeah. and it automatically plays. So that's why SoundCloud. SoundCloud well, is about 2,000 we do the
2: opposite, don't we? Yeah. We we tell people to go to different platforms because we want them to listen on their phone in their car wherever it is
1: as opposed to just going to our website. So that's quite interesting. Actually. But you've got a different. You've got other stuff on your website, I guess. That's not ours. Is just yeah, podcast yeah. and book, right? Yeah, no, we just, don't just, have we don't have merchandise yet, yeah. do we?
0: Well, no, I don't <laughs> have merch yet. Yet it's coming. But you um, know, I I'm going to I'm going to do both actually. Yeah. So yeah, going yeah, yeah. forward, I've got the newsletter that's coming that's just started at yeah. the end of last year. So every time we so at, mine's now weekly as well. Oh. Yours is weekly. Yep. So I'm now doing a weekly newsletter because I realised I was sitting on. Thousands yeah. of email addresses, and not doing anything with mm. them. So they now everyone who's getting my newsletter, you now get my my podcast email every week, and uh, that then directs people to the website. But on the website, you can see other places where you mm. can see, you can see Stitcher yeah. and I itunes and all the other places
1: what i, what I like um tim ferris does um five bullet friday yes. i quite like that i'm doing that on mondays yeah. now okay as
0: of the monday coming yeah. i'm gonna have monday motivation email which will be the Tim and it's ferris like model.
1: it's like um it's not say se- it's not selling things or there are links and things and that like that in there but it's what he's found interesting in the week yes. and um things he's been researching health different health mef- methods and ways to make money and all different things like yeah. that so mm-hmm. no i'll be really doing interesting. that interesting yeah.
0: Monday. well Amazing. by the time this is out i'll be doing that because i've been doing the monday motivation mm. facebook lives which have been very yeah good very for popular me. yeah and I gave them up about six months ago yeah. but I'm picking them up again now once my kids have finished all their school but but that's I'm a good sorry. thing about
2: a podcast right it funnels people into mm. other things yeah. that yes. your brand is offering or other services that you can offer yeah. so it's a very good way of attracting an audience that you're giving out for free. Um, yeah and you're building that trust that rapport and then you can start guiding them to other services should they be interested
1: and that's it exactly. isn't it it's the regular touch point so that people feel like you get it all the time i got it the first time at that grant cardone event i went to where people come up to you and say oh your mo from your success podcast and i was like no way this is a stitch wow. up i was like someone's planted <laughs> literally two people in the set on the same day um but it's just that regular that's it they knew <laughs> it's just that regular those regular touch points that make people you know the know me like me trust me all that kind of stuff I think that's really powerful as well
0: it's very um, powerful mm. and I, when I was talking to Mike Stenhouse about this and he won't mind me giving him a plug because his, his podcast is yep. great yeah he's getting a regular thirty thousand downloads a month from his wow. and uh, he and obviously he he makes him and Victoria make money off mm. theirs now as well but for him, he says the, the one of the key things for his podcast is to uh, yeah, attract the mentors, mm-hmm. attract people to come to their tours, attract yep. people for their webinars, and all these different things that they have, and that's their main mm-hmm. their main sponsorship is self sponsorship yeah. yeah, yeah, to yeah, direct yeah, people into the yeah. other things, and then yeah. HMO investors as well. So, yeah, they're very, they're very powerful for that. For yep. this Touch point and this this trust. Did you
2: know only twelve percent of the UK currently listen to podcasts? Whereas that figure is a lot greater in America, so I think if you do get into podcasting now, is a good time to get into it because it's still a young emerging market in the UK. Yeah. So maybe in two, three, four, five years' time, it's going to be quite noisy and crowded. You can start making your splash today, um, before and it. There is a yeah, hundred
1: percent. And also, I think I feel like there's a lot of people that are starting points. So you might look and you might be like, right, Ma, I've got an idea for a podcast that's about like kung fu or whatever it is, and you're like, oh, there's loads of kung fu podcasts. But actually, I think. It's going to be a real test to see who stays the course. And Absolutely. there's so many now. But actually, let's see how many people are still going in and, a couple of as years. And to
2: do con- consistency, we were talking yeah. about this last year, weren't we? If you suddenly stop for a month or you want know, to take a break, you'll lose your listeners because yeah. you're not consistent. You need to be planning ahead. Every week, every Monday morning, mm. our podcast is out. Um, and that's how you train your listeners.
0: And that takes a big commitment. We were talking about that just before we Mm. came on air. At the moment, I've banked up maybe seven – no, it's more than that. I think we're about a dozen podcasts for the next 12 weeks. Yeah and you guys were saying you're running on empty. Yeah, right we're now, so like got two, two left. Yeah yeah, 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 exactly. So, but yeah. this is a big commitment.
1: Whereas, whereas last year, we were doing really well, weren't we? We were yeah. like three months ahead or something. like. Yeah, we, were,
2: we were crazy ahead. And I think because of the Christmas break and because mm. Mo and I have got so many other things going on property-wise, um, that's distracted us a little bit. Mm. But at the end of the day, just sitting down with Mo for half an hour every week, it's, it's not going to be the end of the world. Yeah. Plus, we're bringing our own experiences from difficulties that we've had to overcome. So sharing that learning as we go along these journeys this year, I think that's that's also yep. quite a good thing as well.
0: What was quite interesting talking to Mike about this, and um, Mike, I hope you don't mind me dropping <laughs> your name into this. I'll check with you before it goes out. But you've been very as successful. As long as, as, long you, as you put it. a link to his podcast, I will, I'm sure link, he'll be fine. Uh, yeah, yeah, Mike and Victoria, I'll put a link to yeah. yours and I'll do a shout out on socials. But um, <laughs> what's really interesting is, is they were saying that they went from weekly to fortnightly, yep. and sometimes it's not, sometimes it's even less than that. But they still get consistently 30,000... Downloads a month, so it doesn't really matter so much about, um, yeah, how many times Mm. they go, but the weekly certainly helped build up that momentum initially, yeah. And you guys influenced me to go weekly,
1: yeah. We, when did we change that? We were, we were monthly, weren't we? Well, we were fortnightly, we're fortnightly, and then, um, this clever
2: guy said. To me, I think we should go weekly. It's like, Jesus Christ, Mo, are you sure that's a massive commitment? And he said, Yeah, let's crack on and let's do it. And we have done. And because uh,
1: we, we found that we got the spike every time yeah. we launched, obviously, because we did some promotion around And there'd it. be and a lull, then, and we want uh, yeah. more regular spikes to yeah. build
2: up that momentum. Yeah, and it has yeah. worked very well for us.
0: Do you put yeah. any money behind it?
2: In terms social of social media spend, Social media. But not a
1: lot, like, what, 100 quid a month? Yeah. It's like, really is, not a lot yeah. of money. Compared to what we're spending in the property businesses, it's, it's nothing. But again, it's. You've got to look at the return on it because it's very tangible in the property business to be like right. I'm spending this on Facebook ads. I'm getting these SA bookings in, or we're selling these HMO rooms. But it's not as not as easy. Um, and one of the things building brand mm. I
2: mean yes okay there is the your success brand and there's the Nicole Bremner brand and I guess Mo and I have developed our own little unique brands mm. as well micro brands has got his own brand yep. yeah Mo- <laughs> Face- Facebook page coming soon Mo's yeah, Instagram okay. account Mo's hair.com will
0: if you're listening <laughs> sponsorship any
2: ladies products that worked really well with your ladies head.
0: products yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. because you're worth it yeah <laughs> oh, very good <laughs> Be into it. but it's been great because um, like I said earlier we, we've got some big ambitions and when you knock on the door and you say say oh hello mr warren buffett it's anglo sanders here i'd like to interview you be like get out of here you know um but if you knock on the door and say you have great podcast number one best mm. in book etc et that opens up doors
1: so when you when you google yourself which i never do um <laughs> it's just what's the what's the first page of results that come up and it used to, for me it used to be this turkish um, boxer <laughs> actually i think he might have been a, like a cage fighter or something yeah, like yeah. That.
2: i saw that and i sent it to you didn't yeah, I? Yeah, I was yeah. like no, is this another life yeah is it?
1: Whereas now I think I'm hoping it's all uh, yeah, yeah, it's all Clean. property and business and uh, podcast related. Um, I know is it, what's the guy of shooting stars called?
2: Oh, <laughs> An- Angelos <laughs> Mifu or something like Have that. Have you seen it? No. The,
1: do you remember shooting stars with Vic Reeves and Bob Mortar? You never know no. seen it. Th- there's okay. this
2: like, I'm
1: not. How do I say? it? Careful.
2: <laughs> special it, needs maybe is that yeah, is that PC these I, days? I don't know. He's he's. He's yeah. He's a comic guy. He yeah, plays a character got, yeah. who's got like special needs, and he's hilarious. He really is. And um, he carries around. He carries around like a carrier bag. Yeah, carries, like, a full of crap. And he yeah. and he loves Ulrika Johnson blonde Swedish girl. Absolutely loves her. <laughs> We always come just back to like that.
0: Just like
2: you. <laughs> yeah, no wonder. He's, I think he's
1: called Ang- Anglos, Anglos Epith- Epi- Epithemium. Epithemium, Epithemium. That's it, that's yeah. it, yeah. Oh, okay. Hilarious. And whenever I used to tag you in Instagram, that used to be the first thing <laughs> that came up. Yeah, I just wanted to tag
2: that. But yeah, now it's just what I'm doing, my website and all the other... Yeah.
0: Well, do you know what mine Not- is? If you put in Nicole Bremner, the first thing that comes up is net worth. Really? The second thing is age. <laughs> <laughs> and the third thing Single. is husband. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm so afraid. It used to be age and then husband and then net worth, but now it's net wow. worth. It may even be husband and age is sort of interchangeable. So those are the most commonly
2: searched things for you, is it? At least, yeah. people, are, um, at least people are searching. They're curious. Well, no matter what they're searching. Yeah, about they like. want to know whether, whether you're single, wealthy, and...
0: How old I you? Yeah, how you are.
2: childbearing yeah. age still.
1: <laughs> so should we go through all three of those things now?
0: <laughs> how long's the podcast? Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so let's get back to yep. numbers, but not net uh, <laughs> net worth, um, how many husbands, and uh, yeah, how old I am. So let's go back to numbers. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you guys are doing it weekly. You're putting yep. about a hundred pounds a month in. Yeah. Uh, you are, You've got a couple of podcasts in the bank, and you're getting around say three, four, five thousand, including all your social. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that's roughly the same as mine as yep. well, because I'll get a couple thousand views on my Facebook lives, and then we'll get the sort of three, three and a half thousand a month on um, the, the downloads. So. How much does it cost to set up to buy all your equipment? Because you and I do it very differently. So just to step back from that question. So I only do mine so far in the studio. So, so um, rock and roll, aren't you? Yeah,
1: no,
0: here, <laughs> darling. Here. And everyone comes to me, come to my studio, and uh, Alan shout uh, out, to produce, Alan. Yes, shout out to Alan at One Louder Studios. He he produces them all edits the more. I don't know how to do any of that. You guys are completely different.
1: Uh, yes. So in in answer to your question about equipment, we're um, we're, we're currently on phase two equipment, aren't we? Indeed. So um, <laughs> when we started, we started with the Sen- actually. I'll let you talk about the kit Um. You, yeah. C one. Yeah. There's. Was it, is it Behringer or Cena? Behringer, Behringer. Behringer yeah, C
2: ones. So they're like uh, like starter edition, shall they're we say like sixty quid or something yeah, each. Yeah. Very um, very cheap and quick to go. Um and we need we had about three, four of them. And we had a little zoom recorder. Yeah. And H four N well remembered yeah, yeah, very good mate and all the cables and chargers and memory cards and pop filters all this kind of crap so a few hundred quid start probably no it's, it's about six seven hundred yeah, quid okay, all yeah. in all plus we had to buy this massive orange tank to transport it everywhere
1: which is really heavy
2: I remember that
1: yeah who yes. does who yeah. can forget that yeah. bad boy it was a bit of a terrorist threat when we used to get the tube I was on wasn't the it? tube with this yeah. big
2: orange tank of a Physical suitcase bit, yeah. it, it does make
1: you wonder sometimes but just to be clear from the beginning we've never edited our own like, we've always outsourced yeah. that so we've got an outsourcer so, who does We
2: record them, we upload them onto our shared drive, and then the team start work. So they know when the release schedule is going to happen and what needs to be added to the description. So the editor who's based in Netherlands, he's Greek by the way, very multicultural team, um, he edits all the episodes lightning quick gets it done for us then our video guy starts work and then we get it transcribed and then our social media person also works on that as well so
0: yours are fully transcribed as well Yep.
2: yeah and then we can repurpose that content and also we can pick out the video guy
1: sees the highlighted quotes and then or knows which it. parts to exactly. edit yeah so then and, that, and, the, and the, just on that the transcribing obviously for the book has been was amazing because we were literally just like searching yeah, yeah. It, really, it just really made things really easy it. for yeah. us
2: yeah um so yeah, it does cost a bit of money every month to have that team.
1: So phase everyone. one equipment was like six, seven hundred quid. The ongoing costs probably, including social media spend and advertising, is like, what, seven, eight hundred quid yeah. a month. Um And then phase two equipment, so we sold phase one equipment, and then phase two was rather than having fixed mics with cables, we've gone to... Wireless they, they, wireless mics. That uh, They're Sennheiser ones.
2: No, they are road Link. Ro- yeah, yeah, Road, yeah.
1: yeah. So wireless, uh, wireless lapel mics. Um, which,
2: which make a massive difference huge. to the, the quality of sound. And also you, what we found is our, our conversation style changed. Mm. So rather than everyone leaning forward like an interview yeah. um, in the police station, for example, I've heard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can just sit back on the sofa with your yeah. mic and you forget it's all there. So people feel a lot more comfortable. Comfor- comfortable.
1: Confident, comfortable. Both of those. Both. those yeah, words. yeah. And we've had. I can actually think back now, like when we um, interviewed Mark Stokes at at Brooklyn's um, the Mercedes Benz mm-hmm. World. Um, we were in the lobby of a hotel, and it was it was a really good interview. But because that we were sort of in like chairs, and the table was quite low. The table was really low, so everyone was, it was quite quite re- like,
2: like hunchback or not. Whereas Jam. if we
1: did that now with the lapel, with the wireless lapel mics it would just matter. be So yeah. easy, It'd just be like very relaxed and sort of sitting back. Because like this is even though we've got mics, it's very relaxed because we're just sort of. Chatting. And we know we
2: know Alan, the recording engineer, has got our back so he can make us sound a lot better, right?
0: Your soft voice, your, bring it weak? up. <laughs> a few, a few <laughs> I, I don't know why this
2: has got to be raised again. <laughs> How many times <laughs> we've got to hear about my
1: weak voice? Um, I think you sound lovely. <laughs> Thank you, Nicole. So, Likewise. Phase two cost how much equipment? Uh, it's about £1,500. Yeah, but we um, sold phase one for a few yeah, hundred. So. Yeah, so
2: we, we made some money back on the equipment that originally we bought. And then phase two equipment, very well worth the investment because we can just put it all into a backpack. So we're much more mobile. Um, A backpack over there. Less of a terrorist threat while we're on the tube. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, absolutely, definitely worth the investment. But don't go rushing out to buy the best you can. No. Because you don't know where you're going to be in two, three, four, five, six months. We started relatively cheap and then we just built and built from there on.
0: Okay, so let's just oh. say that uh, people are keen, and a lot of people are. A lot of people right now are uh, starting their own podcasts. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys say is the, the first, say, three, five steps to going from no podcast to a podcast?
1: What, what you want to talk about, why you want to talk about that. Um, how, right. How are you going to do it? What, um, yeah, why? part of why is what do you want to get out of it? Um, Who, Maybe. Yeah, what, in terms of do it, yeah, who, who do you do it with and yeah, who do you interview?
0: Yeah, Who who is your target audience? Yes, yeah, yeah.
1: so like an avatar for mm. who you're who you're yeah. target, yeah. And
2: whether you want to go solo, whether you want to do it as a duet or roundtable discussion, you know, because I'm very fortunate to work with Mo because we just bounce ideas off each other all the time. It's really good fun and sometimes it can be very time-intensive and when you've got someone as cool as Mo and there's beautiful hair, um, it, you know, just energises the whole discussion. Whereas, and also we bring t- two different points of view, which is a lot stronger when we interview our, our guests as opposed to it just being me or, or Mo or whatever it is.
0: You do work really well together, and I do like the way that you two bounce off each other. I've not found, I've, I've always done it on my own, so I don't have anyone to do that, but I do, again, I've got podcast envy. Let's just yeah. say <laughs> that. You guys do work really well together, and I just want to come back to what you said right at the earlier in this is that you've got listeners from all over the world. But I get why you do. And we were talking earlier over lunch about I get really annoyed by some of the American podcasters mm. where everything's fuck, fuck, fuck. And like, like, I, I cannot bear the word like used out of context. And for me, it's, it's a disease in America mm. that they must I've, be rid of.
1: I've, I totally agree, but I have... Um, found myself saying it a lot more since I communicate. Since I listened to the, those kind of guys. When we
2: first started, Mo every other word was like, and sorry, Mo, to have a go at you here, but <laughs> throw me under the bus, <laughs> cheers, mate. Every other it word was marvellous. like, and yeah, yeah. yeah. So w- just some top tips that we've both learned yeah. along the way, and you've yeah. just done it. <laughs> <laughs> when you're interviewing someone, you may agree with them, but do not vocalise it because it's really it, annoying when this, the other person. This has
1: been the hardest thing for me to do because, uh, like. Like, oh, yeah, there we go. Talk. We got start my, my, I think my conversation style and the way I build rapport with people is by sh- showing and the fact that I'm actually listening. So when they're talking, I'm all, I'm agreeing and I'm nodding and things like that. And when, we, when we started doing the podcast, it was a real issue because it doesn't, it doesn't sound. Even though it's conversational, it doesn't sound good to be going, yeah, yeah, and then what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's, yeah, 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 and it's really annoying for the other person.
0: That's why you'll, you'll see me You're sitting here and I'm going,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and actually, we 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 went through a period. <laughs> we went through a period where we would brief the interviewee. We'd say at the beginning. We probably should still carry on doing that at the beginning and say we're not going to say yeah and vocalise it, but we nod in our head, which might sound a bit look a bit weird, but.
2: Going on that, Mo, actually, yeah. that's a really good point. So if you are looking to start interviewing your guests, you need to build what is effectively rapid rapport mm-hmm. um, because you maybe have five, ten minutes before the interview just to warm them up, but you're mucking around with equipment and it, it it can be a bit unorganized and you know, the other guy's looking at you uncomfortable, he's nervous perhaps in front of the mic, his first time perhaps he's doing it. So you need to just relax your interviewee, um, build up some rapport and maybe mention some of the little jokes that you had before the interview just so it's more natural, more relaxed and you get the best out of them. And the-
0: That's really good advice yeah. because some of the, the more challenging interviewees that I've had, we don't warm up for 10 minutes. Mm. It really does take us a good 10 minutes into it. And then one I had recently... the the first 11 minutes of the interview was shocking and then the the last sort of 40 minutes was brilliant. So I actually got Alan to chop the first 11 minutes off, put it at the back. At least I had that first bit that was really good. But that's a really valid point. People do take a while to warm up.
1: We noticed it on on quite a few before we really consciously thought about the rapid rapport building where people were very tense, weren't they? They were sort of leaning over the microphone, very tense. And then, like you say, five or ten minutes, shoulders would start to relax and they'd sort of sit up and i think it's very easy to take it for granted when you're doing these regularly and you're doing facebook lives regularly and you're doing podcasts you're like well this is easy like who cares if you muck up or if you say if you swear or if you do something you know something something wrong but people that don't do the podcast regularly and don't do facebook lives actually it's quite a big thing for them so you do have to put them at ease uh, if you want to get a good interview out of it neither of you are saying anything now cuz you're so conscious that it's like saying yeah
0: no, I, I really found I don't do it anyway. And oh, okay. even listening to. <laughs> yeah, I don't We're do it. Sorry, <laughs> Mo. We're bloody professionals, yeah. mate. No, but the laughing is something I do. Because I was listening to one of Tim Ferriss's uh, recently, and he burst into laughter in one of his, and it really, mm. <laughs> really popped in your ear. Yeah. And it was, oh, I do that in mine. So I've got to be careful not to laugh. Yeah. Laugh on the inside. Yeah, it, it's,
1: it's difficult, will it? You've got two hilarious guys well, <laughs> in front of you, you know. It's, it's just true. It's not easy, is it? <laughs> Um, I think back to the just. I'm just thinking back to the question about getting started and things like that. I think one of the things that we've done, um, we we did consciously, and one of the things that you do well is we haven't been too, we haven't niched the podcast too much, and we're not too specific with it with it, which means we've got an excuse to basically talk to anyone because we're talking about success
2: whereas if you if you just want to talk about a certain style of kung fu yeah 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 you really niche it down or
1: property when we started yeah, and yeah. we were you know we were we were pig pods and it was well what does, what's pig stand for okay so it's property and it's investing and things like that um, so we then broadened it out and I think a lot of probably trainers and people that talk about podcasts talk about niching because then you get much more of a dedicated audience i think you have to balance it with what your ambitions for the podcast like yours because it's just your name you can like you say you've got an excuse to speak to anyone so i think there's think about niching to get a more um dedicated dedicated audience versus the ambitions of who you want to speak to
0: and it's it's a it's a balance really because i've I don't know what's right and wrong, really. I I'm quite to use the word again, envious of Mike and Victoria, how they've got this this set niche and they've got this really dedicated following. Mm-hmm. Whereas mine's more broad, so people I guess can choose to dip in and dip out. Yeah, I don't know what's. But right Well that, that's
2: wrong. yeah. There's no right or wrong to it. It's just the way it is. Isn't well, it?
1: I think it's. I think it it and mi- it, en- it ends up mirroring what they what they want to do in their life and what they're spending a lot of time doing. And if you're you're not just in property, and you you're, you don't want to be classed as someone who just does property. You do loads of other things, so your podcast reflects that. Whereas those guys are mostly property, even though there's different strands within property. They do the tours and the education and uh, mentoring, and, and as well as property investing. I think it, it ends up being the right thing anyway because it mirrors what you actually what you talk about, what who, the kind of people you hang out with. They hang out with property people,
2: but also mate, we do it because we enjoy it. Yeah, most. No number one really yeah. it's the reason we we do it. it's because we mm. really enjoy it. you do it because you enjoy it, Nicole. Others may have other reasons, more commercial reasons, so they may want to niche down. you can't necessarily niche down if you you know if you have yeah, these if, great you lo- if you're looking for <laughs> if
1: you're looking for leads that are solicitors, then you do a very specific podcast about being a solicitor and the challenges you face and then you get leads into like your consulting business or whatever you're yeah. doing, then that's a really good it's a good funnel, but ours isn't I suppose it's not a direct funnel is it it's a bit broader. Yeah. But we're happy with that because we, we love it. Yeah.
0: So what are the plans then going forward?
1: Well,
2: end of this year, new book. I'm not allowed to say what the title is. Well, okay, let's not say
1: what the title is, but let's say what it's about.
2: Okay, it's about helping people. If they have this burning desire within them to leave their job and start their own business or lifestyle whatever it is um, we are going to talk about the pros and cons of doing it and if you are still determined to do it because it's not an easy thing to do um, then we are going to give you practical steps on how you eject yourself from your job and start looking at creating your own business lifestyle etc etc
1: so it's it's very recent for both of us last sort of three or four years we've both jumped out of full-time work to to do property full-time or or other businesses and we've got a lot of people on our network and a lot of people that we've interviewed that have done the same so i think we've got some really good insight for people that want to do that not specifically into property just into whatever whatever they want to do but
0: following their passion yeah
2: and it will be a good sister book to your success which is about you know realizing the best side of you Um, allowing your best success within a person's life to show whereas this is much more low-level practical you know we'll give you the tools on how to do it and i think they'll complement each other very well
0: that's yeah that's really exciting and so with your uh with your podcast are you changing the way that you interview people and the questions you ask in order to help with that
2: book Uh, I think we're a little bit more relaxed now, really. Mm. We're less scripted because we've grown in confidence and we, we enjoy a bit more banter um, with our guests. But I think we're just going to stay with how it's going for think, now, aren't we?
1: I think the, the thing with success, when we did the success book, is you never think you're, you're a success, even though compared to some people and people tell you it's success and things like that. So we wanted to make sure that as well as our own experience, we then backed that up with other people who would be, who could be objectively classed as successful. I think with this book... We're, you know, we've been there, done it, and you know we're we're out of jobs and and um, happy with what we're doing. So we could probably do the book just between us. So we are going to back it up with some case studies and some people that are interviewing. But we're not changing our interview style or questions to say drive content into the book. We've already got a lot from the people we've interviewed. We can reach out to people like yourself and 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 do specific interviews or ask for specific tips and things. So um, no, I don't think we'll change it. We want to just keep going on the success sort of front. Um, and basically... provided, provided you're happy to be in the next book, Nicole.
0: Of course, once because, again, because, we'll talk about yeah. that in our publishing section next. <laughs> Tune in to the next podcast on publishing. But <laughs> I've got one more question yep. before I answer my own questions. <laughs> oh yeah, okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hello, <laughs> um, Angela. So you've recently become a father to a lovely little boy who genuinely is cute. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, how has how has becoming a father for the first time changed your outlook, if at all?
2: I've f- that's a good question actually i'll tell you exactly how it changed it because um when fear my wife gave birth um it's a bit of a tricky birth um and they had to stay in hospital for a few days afterwards and i was walking from the car park in the hospital going back into the ward that they were in and i genuinely felt like pure happiness which i hadn't felt for i can't even remember genuinely like Every nothing was going to ruin anything, you know, and that was all because of this little boy um, that we created. And it's amazing what two minutes worth of work nine months ago created. (laughs) Two minutes. Yeah, that's with the talking. (laughs) (laughs) Wow,
0: that's a
2: long time. Um, But it was just absolutely just that feeling of it's not about you anymore. It's not about anything else. It's about looking after him because he's defenseless. He needs you from a physical point of view, but also you've got a blank canvas there to help shape and help support whatever he wants to do and I was thinking about what legacy can I leave this little human apart from time wisdom and all the other stuff that I'm going to give him is you know what I'm working hard with my property business to give him property for example along the way to help support him whatever he wants to do because I thought to myself what would we do in our lives differently if money was no object You know, would we pursue that passion in physics or become, uh, I don't know, a doctor or whatever it may be if money was no object? And that's what I'd like to provide for him, but also teach him the value of money and to be, you know, to understand you have to work hard and be ambitious and ambitious in life as well.
0: It's an interesting, uh, it's quite a a challenge, really, because I feel the same way. I want the very best for my children. And yet I don't want them to be little brats either. I really want them to be grounded and yet have everything. And it really is quite a conundrum, I think, to try and get that across. But yeah, I I agree with you. I think I had never experienced true love. And like you say, with the happiness, I remember my son being born and just thinking, wow, this is love. And you just feel this complete unrequited love almost or well, not unrequited because they they do give back but just this absolute complete selfless love towards this being that you've created so yeah i, I know exactly what you mean and it does it does change your perspective so um yes congratulations once thank again. you very much
2: i love it nicole <laughs> and watch out for number two
0: Yeah, let's see if you can have three in three years like I did. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: very good advice.
0: (laughs) go crazy like I did. But yeah, just to to finish off by answering my own question that I asked you, I've just started the email for my podcast going out. I realised that I'm sitting on this massive email database that I'm not doing anything with. That uh, might like to hear my podcast, so just started using that um, or utilizing that uh, email list. So it'll be interesting to see how that impacts my listening, my listener numbers. And I just want to, yeah, we're, we're doing weekly now. Mm-hmm.
1: What, um, do wanna, what do you want to? What do you want to achieve out of it? So you know, obviously the power of it so far, but what, where, how do you want it to support you, or what, what direction do you want it to take in the next year?
0: Yeah, it's it's a good question. It's something that I've spent a lot of time thinking about, and I. I really like the way that Tim Ferriss is positioned mm-hmm. and I really admire what he's done. He's He is a lifestyle experimentalist is, is I think the way he describes himself. And there's, there are a few parallels. He's got his TV show, he's got his podcast, he's got his books, he's got his investments and everything's sort of a hundred times bigger than what I've done. But I've got my investments, I've got my yeah. book, I've got my podcast, and I do a little bit on TV. And I just really like the way that he is free to experiment on his lifestyle. And I'm in a very fortunate position where I've got this incredible lifestyle and I'm free to, to pick and choose and do the things that I want to do. And that really is where I'm taking it. It's sort of just being inquisitive about the world and about life and being able to explore the various um, facets of life, whether it be health, wealth, wisdom, whatever it might be, yeah. and just continue to explore those. But really, I don't quite know... But I just, I want to keep doing what I'm doing because I love doing it.
1: Yeah. I think it's nice. It's a nice way to, it's nice that you, sometimes if you don't have to do it for a specific purpose, to say like, right, well, I need to earn this amount of money from it or whatever. And it's more, like yours comes across very much that you're just almost partly is documenting what you're doing and the things that you like and the people that you like speaking to, um, which is actually, it's quite nice and makes it very easy to do. Yeah. As opposed to, right, we've got certain KPIs, we've got to
2: please the sponsor. Mm. You just do it because you enjoy it. And that's what comes across, because I think your podcast is very good. You've Thank got you. a nice, relaxing voice in the evenings. I highly recommend listening to it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, getting a, bit, getting a bit weird now.
2: <laughs> but I'm just saying, you're doing it for the right reasons, as
1: opposed to you know artificial... You know, and I guess you do, you don't... I don't know, maybe you answer this, but you don't feel any pressure that you have to hit certain numbers. Maybe you might be hard on yourself for your download figures, but you don't have to please anyone else through what you're doing. No, I sell nothing. I have
0: no one to sponsor me. Mm. I, that might change if I get this incredible offer <laughs> but what I'm you what you easy. what are you looking
1: out for clothes or uh, yeah
0: clothes cars, cars or cars, yeah. holidays okay. the maldives yeah. um, all these sorts nice. of things yeah boats if there's a boat company ultramar I'd love a I'd love a catamaran
2: I know someone well, that we're just happy for, about uh, tax returns aren't we Mom? yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we still have to pay for those <laughs> Actually, we know someone that works for, uh, in fact, a listener uh, Mm -hmm. for the podcast and a reader of the book who works, who's a broker for Sunseeker. Yeah, Sunseeker. Maybe we'll put you in touch, see if they've got a, see if they want to sponsor. Yeah,
0: well, uh, yeah,
1: we're
0: looking to, looking to upsize the yacht. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I can can do lots of pictures in bikinis from the mast.
2: (laughs) So can we, by the way, if anyone is (laughs) listening.
0: (laughs) In a (laughs) unitard. Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. you have already got one, haven't you? Yeah, I do. Less is more. You're, um... (laughs) Jerry Halliwell, it's oh, like yeah, a leopard indeed. print one, isn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl power.
0: Well, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much I for think, joining me on this.
1: I was, I was sorry. I was just going to say, um, if anyone's got any questions on podcasting, obviously you are, but we're happy to um, to answer any questions or have a call about it. I know a lot of people are interested in it, so we can give you our honest uh, thoughts and and things like that.
2: And if Sunseeker wants any male models, we're more than welcome. Please get in touch. Yeah.
0: Thank you very much, Sunseeker. And uh, guys, Yeah, as you said, happy to answer any questions. So thank you very much for listening. And uh, we will put we'll, we'll put where you can get in touch with us. Yeah, absolutely. Bio, yeah, okay? yeah. So yeah. thank you guys very much. Thanks for having Thanks, us, Nicole. Nicole. Cheers. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Prolific Not Perfect podcast with me, Nicole Bremner. Please do show us some love, like, comment, share and subscribe all over at NicoleBremner.com. And while you're there, subscribe to our newsletter and keep up to date with our latest news and events. Thank you very much.